What started as a simple Facebook post has turned into a children's book. Catch my interesting guest on today's podcast episode number 23. Welcome to the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, and each week on the show, we'll discuss what it takes to write, publish, and market your kid's book. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by the Journey to Kid Lit Writer Starter Kit the best resource to help you go from idea to finished story. Get your kit and start writing at journeytokidlit.com slash kidlitwriterstarterkit. Hey there, and welcome to the Journey to Kidlit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, and today I have a very special guest with me, Kitty O'Mara. Hey, Kitty, how are you? Hey, Brooke. It's really nice to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so glad you could come and join us. I'm really excited, and your book sounds awesome. I really want to learn more. (laughs) So your book is called And the People Stayed Home. Want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure, yeah. Um, It was a piece I wrote and posted on my Facebook uh, page in March, early March, when my husband and I went into quarantine. And it was just for my, I think at the time, maybe 80, 90 friends on Facebook. You know, it was just one of those things you think, yeah, here's what I've been thinking what do you guys think or not? And I, uh, I guess that was around lunchtime. And at um, in the evening, I turned back into Facebook to check in with friends. And one of them just said, I, you know, I kind of like this. Um, could I repost it? And I said, yeah, sure. And I took a screenshot of that because um I mean, I had to go back months later, but I found it and I took a screenshot because it was so funny to me that she just asked and I said, yeah, sure. And then a few days later, uh, my husband was scrolling through Facebook and he said, this is really weird. One of my former students posted something you wrote. And I said, who is that? I, I He taught in a different place than we live. And then I taught and I worked in Madison. So I didn't know all his, his students. Uh, anyway, I didn't know her. I didn't know her at all. And um, so we couldn't figure that out. And the next morning, a friend of mine in Madison um, at the hospital said, um, Deepak Chopra just showed a videotape reading your poem and I said what poem is that you know what what happened and that's when we began to kind of figure out what was going on um it's kind of funny because at at first I couldn't think of the word viral um ironically during a virus so um yeah we figured it out and then it just kind of exploded from there that is so amazing so you didn't write it even as a poem or anything, it just was a post? It was just a post, yeah. It was just a kind of a creative uh, blurb thing that I wrote considering all the things going on in the world and our lives. And, you know, I had written things for children. I have written poetry. I've written essays. I've been writing all my life. And I had had a blog for many years and had stopped it because I had just a 
uh, an explosion again, but it was of autoimmune issues. And I really needed to focus on all the different things I had to do to heal. And so I stopped at that point and got involved in other things again, the way you do. And a lot of friends and my husband kept saying, you know, we missed your blog. We missed your blog. We missed your blog. So when this went viral, I thought, yeah, okay, this is something I can do uh, yeah. during this time. So I, I started my blog again and got in touch with people again. And it was kind of the way I felt like I could do something good. Yeah, I love it. That's so unique. So, yeah. Um, so then we all wrote. <laughs> what? Well, uh, let me, what happened was I posted the poem on my blog and got hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of comments. And I live alone. I, you know, I don't have people. So I was answering all of them, all of them, all of them. And I got to one where someone said, introduced herself and said, we were wondering if you'd be interested in making this into a children's book. And that's how it started. That is so awesome. What a great story. And like, we've all been there. We all went through quarantine, which is why it probably resonated so well. Because no one expected that in February that we would all be on shutdown. Um, Right. So what happens next? So you got the book offer. Then what happened? Well, you know, we... um, I I got a lot of offers from a lot of people about a lot of things all at once, and I had to sort through them all. But um, this excited me because I had formerly written books, done the routine where you, you know, you join clubs and join things online and you look for an agent and you go to meetings. And it it just was a huge, gigantic unproductive effort for me. And I also had to work full time. So like a lot of people, I, I set it aside, but I had a lot of friends who were writers and a lot of support. And one of them, in fact, it was the one who posted the poem on Facebook. Um, she and her husband started an ebook company and published two of my children's books. And they were on um, they were on iBooks and Amazon and places like that. And after a few years, it was like we none of us had the money to do the marketing and the promotion. And I was still working full time and so were they. So I just said, let's just take those down for now and we'll deal with this at another time in life. So a children's book publisher approaching me was really exciting because I thought, hey, yay, we can do this. So we set up a Zoom meeting. Um, The whole thing has been, you know, it's so ironic because it's this um, sort of parallel journey of being in isolation during, you know, a time when I'm meeting people all over the world and uh, hiding from a virus while my poem is going viral. And the whole thing has just been, whoa. So I sat outside with my computer and Zoomed with all the people in the publishing company. And it was mostly women. Uh, The energy was amazing. Uh, I was so excited. This was early April. And then uh, we got the ball rolling. Um, I met the art director at another meeting, Jeff, and uh, Stefano, who was going to do the majority of the art with another man, Paul, uh, later on came in to kind of swoop in and help, I think, at the end. 
But every meeting was joy and every meeting was invitation to me to keep sharing how I saw it, how I felt it, um, what made the most sense. And everything uh, that came from me was respected. And I hope I was equally respectful to them. It felt like uh, like some kind of miracle happened in my life and it didn't stop. And it, it and it carried through to the creation of this book. And I am I am beholden to Ilona Oppenheim, the publisher, and all the people that work with her. Every single one of them is an artist. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm just really, really, really proud of this creation that we we did it and it's it's able to be offered to the world. I think it, it as a former teacher, I would share it with my students. As a parent, I would share it with my children, grandchildren. Um, heck, my husband and I like looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, thank Turn around for your book, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, because what, what did you, what was it, six months, and then it's out? Because it's coming out. In yeah, the- early April, early, early April, and that tells you how hard they were all working. Yeah, exactly, because we only get, you. You get two years, so that's awesome, that's cool. <laughs> Bless yeah. the illustrator. Yeah, and it's, it's beautiful. It's, I don't know, have you seen it, Brooke? The, oh, it's just um, a PDF, so I was peeking through it. It's really beautiful. Yeah, the, the, yes, the illustrations are amazing. And even the end sheets have like little matching things on each side, but they're not in the same place. So I played with that for about an hour. You know, it's <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So for those who have never been in publishing, because we have a lot of authors that are like wanting to be published that are listening. Like, so um, you obviously got this for, um, for your social media posts, which we talk about, you know, you should be marketing, but a lot of people there weren't even trying to sell a book. So like, what do you suggest for connecting on social media if you are aspiring? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, boy, I wish I'm, I am not, um, terrifically social media savvy. I did, uh, have an Instagram account for a few months, uh, once this had begun. Um, and then I, I, I needed my, uh, you know, one of my former students to just sit with me for about 10 minutes and show me stuff. And I couldn't do that. And I also was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So, so I went back to my, and I think, um, I think a blog is a good way to get yourself out there. Um, I have been aware of poets, um, who put their things on Facebook, um, do it. You know, if you wrote something, share it with your friends on Facebook, attach your name to it, um, do everything you can to protect yourself, copyright what you need to. Um, it's hard in quarantine, but when quarantine's over, I would, um, or even in quarantine, connect with teacher friends and, and see if you can share with, take a little break time for the kids and read them your story, read them your poem, uh, read them a little bit of your book. You know, teachers are happy to have guests visit. And I would think I've done it on zoom. Anybody else could too. Um, you know, I 
I wasn't out there to promote. So I don't, you know, there's no way I could say, oh, here's how you go viral, because it wasn't even what I was looking to do. And in fact, um, you know, it wasn't edited or anything. It was just and I posted it. And um, yeah, I, I don't know that that's what most writers would want, um, because you want your best your best out there. The fact that it resonated with a lot of people was, um, you know, it was just kismet. It wasn't, a, a, it was nothing you could strategize, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I would say, uh, see, I see it's, it's so cool that you have this program Brooke and that you're there for people. There was nothing yeah. like this when I was writing. You, you're a real gift. I hope you know that. I hope yeah. uh, you understand what you're doing is a great gift to people because there's there was nothing like that. There was just New York and occasionally a traveling agent giving some presentation. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. and you set, typing things and sending them, sending them and, and getting responses that, you know, we're, we're full up. We're not looking blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If and you're then, lucky to get responses sometimes. Right. Right. And then you go back to work. And, I, you know, every time I talk to people in the world of art, you know, I tell them, I remind them and they know this, but I don't think it hurts to remind them there are gifted, talented people out here. There are manuscripts and songs and works of art and photography and dances that the world needs to see. And we need to find more ways to get them out there. Yeah. Um, Even though you're not like a social media guru, guru, I think that that's actually something really important to mention because it's like, just put stuff out there. Don't be afraid. And like, just, you know, it doesn't have to be polished manuscripts. Just put out like a thought or like a, this is like a story idea I'm thinking about. Right. You know, ask- right. Add a photograph, add some artwork. You know, if, if you're capable of doing both or putting something else together, do it. Um, yeah. You know, and I'll tell you, I, I people took this poem and did so many creative things with it. I loved it when they co-created with me, but it was wonderful also, I have to admit, to see things that they just generated and how they interpreted it. Um, so, you know, there are there are people out there looking for that, too, looking for inspiration and co-creation opportunities. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's wonderful. Um, I don't think you want to even maybe go viral. I've been blessed. I wouldn't want to say I didn't want this to happen if I could go back. But there were some rough bumps to that, too, because when things go viral, um, people detach your name and people get that um, that weird modern thing about who is this? I need to know who this is and everything about this person instead of I like this art. I respond to this art. And um, so, you know, my name got detached and other names got attached and just really strange stories were being told about who had written this and when. And that, you know, that's kind of painful because um, I was giving this away a lot to a lot of people who requested it for what I had vetted to be goodness (laughs) and sharing and comfort. And, uh, you know, to, to have to also deal with that on an international global basis with my little you know, iPhone and and laptop 
wasn't pleasant. Um, yeah. And it, and it yeah. you know, it's kind of hurtful. So, you know, there's that too. But um, wonderful places like Politico and Snopes and, you know, really good resources came sort of to my rescue. And, and that was very helpful. Um, and then I could focus again on these really cool opportunities with um, musicians, composers, everything from country western to jazz to classical to opera, um, people making their own films using the words or um, one person all alone, you know, in a little place or a huge city or um, in the Andes or, you know, in China and, you know, who just wanted to say that this this helped me. Um, I was feeling sad and it helped me. And uh, I, I, those were the things I like to spend time with. I was going to say, that's what I would focus on. Connected, like, the yeah. whole world in a time of isolation. Like, that's right. so right. cool. <laughs> yeah. So what's yeah. been your favorite part about the publishing process? So, like, once you've had the book, now that we've been creating it, what's been the favorite part? The favorite part for me uh, really was the Zoom meetings to talk about the illustrations. Um, that was my favorite part. Um since it um, has, you know, I've, I've got a copy here. Since I had a copy in my hand, my favorite part has been talking with people like you and getting the word out um, uh, about the book, about the co-creative process, um, about the ways I think the book is um, functional. There's a teacher's guide created that's available um, online. Um, you can look at the publisher site and you can look at uh, the people stayed home book.com. Um, all of that, all of that, 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 uh, conversation and working together and creating together, uh, has been just a huge gift for me and keeps reminding me that this process, because it started in early March and is still occurring. Yeah. Um, it has, yeah. made, it has made this whole thing like completely different for me than it has been for every single person I know and love and every single person I don't know, but send love, but you know, it, yeah. it, so yeah. it's 2020. Um, I, I, I can't even package how I will look at it when I look back at it, but I, I can't help but think I will see so much of it is blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but mindful that it was a blessing for, uh, something I offered to the world, um, it, when it was needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had family members sick. Um, I have two, two, uh, ill right now, uh, one in better recovery than the other maybe, but, uh, Something has to swing us back, I think, because it's very easy to fall into dark places with this uh, this world at this time. And I think we need art always to steady us, to rebalance us, to remind us that uh, some of the messages we hear uh aren't feeding our spirit and heart and we can choose those that do and we can choose actions that 
will heal and uh, lead us to brighter places than we are. We don't have to give in to this um, feeling of uh, helplessness. Yeah, I love that. That is so sweet. And I think your book's going to help <laughs> with that, hopefully. Oh, I hope so. I hope November so. 10th. Okay, one last question before I ask you where we can yeah. get the book. Uh, yeah. What would be your biggest advice to someone who's listening to an aspiring author? What would be your advice for them about becoming an author? In their well, uh, phew. Um, you know, if you are called to write, then you have to write um, whatever your art is that calls you. And we all have an art. It might be loving people. It might be caring for others. You know, we all have an art and whatever it is, um, put your heart in the right place and respond to that call in you. Um, you know, it's not about uh anything but giving to the world what you came here to give and shine shining your light the way it's meant to be shown in the world um keep doing it yeah don't give up love that that's great so where should they go to learn more about you kitty and your book and the people stayed home all right so there's um and the people stayed home book.com there's tra publishing um tra um, publishing.com. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different places. Um, books has an animated version. Um, yeah, books is see that I didn't even know about books and now I'm, I'm like addicted. Um, and, um, I have a blog, um, that's on WordPress and it's called the daily round. Love it. Yeah. And we'll link to everything too in the podcast. So then you don't have to remember those or Google or quickly try to jot them down. <laughs> so thank you. Technology. I know, right? We're so lucky. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this and for sharing and for sharing your gifts. This is awesome. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you for all you do in the world. Good to have you here while I'm here. Thank you. Oh, if that wasn't inspiring, I don't know what is. Thanks so much to Kitty for coming out and sharing her publishing journey with us. Hopefully that inspired you to just go for it. Just start putting things out there. Stop feeling like it's never going to be good enough because your writing matters and the book that you have on your heart needs to be out in the world. And if you'd like to learn more about Kitty O'Mara, you can visit the podcast tab to get today's links. Well, that about does it for today's episode of the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have a thought about today's episode or a suggestion for future ones, send me an email or reach out to me via Twitter. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review. And while you're there, subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.